closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are on the sidelines. Uh, here we have a new month. Uh, we're into the month of February. January felt like it was like 27 weeks long. So, uh, yeah, we uh, still have a lot going on on the football front, Lens. We kind of wrote down a list of notes that we want to talk about today, starting with coaches. Uh, what is the latest on Bengals assistance interviewing? I know that's a that's a hot topic right now. It is a huge topic. We'll start with defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. He is interviewing for the second time via Zoom this week for the Arizona Cardinals head coaching job. It's down to two two people and he is one of them Mike Kafka from the Giants is the other one who's interviewing earlier this week so I feel like we'll know at least by early next week if Lou Anarumo is going to leave the Bengals defense and I think he would be the biggest loss out of all of the assistants so we want to wish him well and hopefully he gets that opportunity but I'm really kind of hoping they can run it back because he can stop Patrick Mahomes and they seem to face him about two times a year now and I think he's an important piece of the defense I could not agree more which He's been with Zach Taylor Mm -hmm. since day one, correct? Yeah, it's kind of wild. If you go back to when Zach Taylor was hiring as coaches, the Bengals obviously hired Zach Taylor after the Rams Super Bowl, so it was a little bit later in February. Lou Anarumo was like the sixth or seventh guy he interviewed for the defensive coordinator, so wasn't the number one pick, but he had a struggle his first year just because some of the pieces they had to replace in free agency and obviously in the NFL draft because they're pretty young. So he's been with Zach from day one, and he is just a huge part of their staff and I think another guy that you look at when you think of Joe Burrow the offensive coordinator Brian Callahan he's interviewing with the Indianapolis Colts I think he's on his third interview with him obviously you don't want to lose a guy on the offensive side of the ball but Joe Burrow he is number nine and I feel like he'll be just fine no matter who's in the OC room and obviously Zach Taylor does call the plays on the offensive side so you don't want to see Brian or Lou leave but that means that this team is performing well when the assistant coaches are getting head coaching interviews. So it's like a bittersweet thing. Yeah. You know, like we're excited for them. Of course, we want growth and we want them to, you know, be successful in their careers. But selfishly, we we don't want them leaving. Yeah, I'm yeah. very selfish. Yeah, about we're it. very <laughs> selfish. Yeah, <laughs> Don't leave us. No. Uh, T. Higgins, what's uh, going on with T? You know, last week on social media, it would probably be a good week for Bengals fans to stay off the Twitter app because <laughs> there were a lot of photoshops for T. Higgins to be in Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, all over the NFL because a lot of NFL fans think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to trade him because they don't think they're going to be able to afford him when it comes to the extension. And that is far from the truth. Cincinnati is really hoping to extend T. Higgins. I don't know if it happens this offseason or if it's the next, but he's a huge part of the core when you think of the offensive weapons with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. So that's false right now, and he will be a Bengal next year. And exciting news when it comes to T. Higgins. He's going to be wearing number five next year. So he's changing the jersey number up. You have five and number one in the wide receiver room. Oh, what's his number now? 85. He's Oh, that's right. He's 85. Why is he switching numbers? Why does that happen? He is switching numbers because that's his college number. And oh. it had to happen when it comes to the effective dates of getting that New Jersey number. It was finally that wide receivers and other position groups could change their numbers to single digits in the 2021 year. That's why Jamar Chase went with number one. He had that at LSU. And T. Higgins, I think he had to wait when you apply for the number change a year later. So he had to go a whole nother season in 2022. And he's officially allowed to be number five next year. That is so interesting. Yep. I never knew that. So what happens to all the jerseys out there that are... 
85. Are those going to be... So do I, they keep selling them? Do they start? I mean, what do they do with that? I want to say there is a timetable with Fanatics and some of the Jersey sites that if you bought it in a certain time period, you will be able to return that for a number five. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we get Rally House on here to start I know, <laughs> explaining I mean, what. We would love to know yeah. the, the behind the scenes with Jersey numbers. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. You have to apply for a certain number. Yep. And huh, very interesting. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on it's that. On T, our guy T, you can listen a few episodes back. We've had him on the sidelines before. Love him. He's the best. Just he's like so nice. his smile, just all everything about him. I'm like, he's just a genuine good guy and and does so much good work in the community and we cannot say enough good things about him which uh speaking of he was at the pro bowl over the weekend having a blast you've seen that viral video of chase throwing the ball to him in the stands and they had this big smile and this bromance moment it was the sweetest thing ever uh what's your what are your some of your takeaways lens from the pro bowl it was actually fun. And one of the biggest complaints, I think, from a lot of NFL fans is the Pro Bowl is so boring. Nobody ever wants to play in it. And I think for the Pro Bowl's sake, they are so happy that Jamar Chase was in attendance and decided to go. He was uh, voted in the Pro Bowl two times in a row, which is really huge for him in his NFL career. But it was all about games. They had fun out there. Flag football, where I feel like you can't get hurt. And uh, Jamar Chase scored two touchdowns. Of course, he did the gritty in the first one. But I agree with you. That was a great transition because when you think of T. Higgins and that big smile on his face he was at in las vegas and tyler boyd there too the three of them all hang out like they're yeah they're friends. good friends yeah we, we love that and he did he looked like a proud parent when jamar threw the <laughs> touchdown ball up so uh, that that trio is just fun to watch and i'm really excited we'll get uh year three of all of them together next year yeah um, did you see there were so many videos where people were playing uh, that song by Queen? You're my best friend. Yes, I was cracking. Up. I was like, oh, I love them so much. They're the best. Uh, but it was good to see all of them, too, just having fun. You know, yeah. I saw there were a few pictures of Joe out and about in Vegas and they just looked relaxed, happy. I hope they're enjoying some time off right now. Uh, which speaking of our guy, Joe, what's going on with his contract situation right now? Do we know anything? Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. Yeah, just by listening to different Bengals insiders and kind of hearing the behind the scenes when it comes to the contract, I truly believe they'll get the Joe Burrow contract done this offseason. I think it's important to do that because it's only going to get higher and crazier starting in the following seasons. You know, a lot of other quarterbacks around the NFL are going to be watching this. Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, uh, Lamar Jackson, who the Baltimore Ravens haven't paid yet, an AFC North rival to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I truly think the timetable of the contract will be in the new league year, which is March. between March and June. So that three-month period is going to be huge for the Bengals' front office. And they're obviously talking to Joe Burrow's agent. And then it comes down to the guarantees. I think Joe Burrow will set the market. And I think that scares a lot of people because they hear Joe Burrow is going to reset the market. How are they going to pay everyone? The good news is the TV contracts, the salary cap, it keeps going up. And it's only going to go up for a lot of NFL teams. And depending on what the contract looks like, they're going to be able to pay Joe. And I think a lot of their core pieces in Jamar Chase, and they still want to bring T. Higgins with that extension 
too. So it's going to be exciting when you can put it, you know, on pen that Joe Burrow is going to be extended past his rookie year contract and what the future could really hold with Joe Burrow at quarterback, which seems really exciting for a lot yeah. of people. He said, I want to spend my entire football career here in Cincinnati. I want to keep playing for the Bengals, which uh, I think kind of it, it was just cool, you know, because we do. We absolutely adore him and. Yeah, and there is a reason why the Bengals did a lot of big things last offseason. We've talked about it on our podcast. When you sell the name of Paycor Stadium and then you sell the gate numbers, they're doing a lot of behind the scenes when it comes to sponsorships because they have to have that money to show, hey, we have the money to pay this guy in 10, 15 years down the road what that's going to look like. So the Bengals were doing a lot prior to when the contract extension talks could finally happen after his third season. So they pay the quarterbacks, they pay the wide receivers, and I think we're really going to see a busy, active free agency for the Cincinnati Bengals in what could be their best season in 2023. I'm excited. And, uh, of course, the uh, Super Bowl coming up this weekend. I can't believe I almost forgot when we were going over <laughs> topics at the Super well, Bowl was this Pro weekend. Bowl is good. And, honestly, I just don't care this year I'm just uh, I don't know maybe I still have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about how everything went uh the Kelsey brothers this whole thing yeah. um it, it, <laughs> I know we all keep we've kind of let it you know die but Travis Kelsey just he's been getting on my nerves I'm sick of seeing him Same. everywhere I'm like please stop talking his mom's adorable though I will say she seems like such an angel but I'm rooting for the Eagles but I just don't care this year. I'm not, usually I'm more excited for it. And this year I'm just like, man, eh, I don't really care to watch it. Yeah, it's funny you say that because again, when going over topics, it flew right over my head. And I thought about it this morning because there's a two week period between the AFC title game and the Super Bowl. And that is the longest period of time if your team loses by three points in the AFC championship, like the Cincinnati Bengals did when there was opportunities I for know. them to win the game mm. and they didn't. Yeah. And yeah, I have no interest. Um, of course, as a football fan, I will have the Super Bowl on on Sunday. Am I going to make it a big party and a big day? No, not at all. Yeah. I want the game to be over, to be completely honest with you. I want the <laughs> Eagles to win the game me by too. a large margin. Oh, and I want to move on. I want to yeah. move on into the next spring of seasons. And then, uh, you know, Cincinnati can get back. Because at the end of the day, if you lose another Super Bowl, nobody cares about it. But when you win, that's when it matters. And I'm not ready for the dynasty talk for Kansas City yet. Because I do feel like they are rival to Cincinnati, even though Joe Burrow is 3-1 and one against them. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I start to think about that game. Yeah, gosh, it's been a few weekends now. But, um, yeah, and I always – I like Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I like, you know what, good team, whatever. But I'm just still bitter about how that game ended. And I really don't want them to win this weekend. I only want to watch to, like – Look at, listen to me. I'm sounding – or is this sounds like Browns or Steelers talk. Are they are they on our list now in the top three? Do we add – the? are they up there? Would you put them up there with the teams you dislike the most in the NFL? I know you're Browns, Steelers. Would you put them up there in the top three? Yeah, I think when you think of competition, you think of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs could say the same thing when they think about the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, all of these teams spent a lot of money in the AFC and even the AFC North last year in the offseason so they could be Cincinnati, so they could be Kansas City. And at the end of the day, it was Kansas City and Cincinnati again when it was the final two teams. So I think when you think of competition, when it's the important games in January and February, yeah, you think of the Kansas City Chiefs as your biggest rival 
rival right now. You know, internally, you could always say it's the Browns or you could say it's the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens or Pittsburgh Steelers, but I don't know what they're going to look like going into next season. And I still feel like Cincinnati is a really strong um, AFC North competitor. So, yeah, I would definitely move them to the top of the list right top now. Top of the list. So, <laughs> yeah, with that being said, they're up there. So, um, so yeah, big game this weekend. Rihanna's going to be performing. Yes. We'll have a lot. We'll do another recap yeah. next week after the game. We'll talk about everything and – um, do we know who the refs are this weekend? Are they? It's uh... not going to be Ron Torbert, okay. who was at the Good Super Bowl. News. I'm not a big fan. And here's the thing: I feel I feel gross when I talk about officials. But here's here here is a you know multiple things that happen in the AFC title game. Cincinnati had their chances, but at the same time, you can't have a game that close where the refs decide the outcome, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. Cincinnati has to play better, but you also have to have officials better. And I hope that is you know, the radar this offseason for the NFL when it comes to officiating. Mm, good, good point. And uh, let's, uh, we, <laughs> I was thinking we'd kind of talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And of course, we always just talk about football because we love it so much. But uh, Michael Mayer, uh, he's from Cath, future Bengal, potentially. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they think of weapons for Cincinnati and Michael Mayer is huge on Joe Burrow. He actually plays at Notre Dame now, and he's a top prospect when it comes to the tight end position. And one of the biggest things this offseason, will this team re-sign Hayden Hurst? Uh, Drew Sample, is he going to be coming back? They need another weapon in the tight end room. And even when you think of just the receiving core, yes, you have Tyler Boyd, yes, you have Jamar Chase, yes, you have D. Higgins, but you need a blocker and someone to help with their offensive line too. And I think Michael Mayer would be a hometown guy. He would join another Ohio guy, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Sam Hubbard. And I think that would just be really exciting for this offense. The only bad news is I don't see him making it all the way to 28. But if he is there, I think they take the best player available. Uh, yeah. So anything else you wanted to touch on or do we pretty much cover it all? Yeah, we're going to be going into spring mode soon. And I'm yes. really excited. Baseball. We have to do another yes. live uh, Reds game day out or something. We should do that. That We had a lot of fun when we did that over the summer and uh, got to see a lot of people. When we do the live stuff, I, I'm just... I'm this weather is just I'm done with it. I'm like, I want warm weather. I want baseball. I want late nights at the stadium. And, um, you know, we're excited for that to kind of shift over. We're still in football mode until we get through the Super Bowl. And, you know, we go through all of that and then we'll start focusing on opening day and we'll have fun stuff planned for that. And of course, FC Cincinnati. Yes. When does their season start? Like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. In February, February, February. 25th, I believe, is when their season starts, and uh, we'll have that to look forward to. So look for more guests and uh, great people on the sidelines with us in 2023. It's a new year, new beginnings. Are you excited for everything? I, I am. I'm ready to move on to the next sport because <laughs> I need some distraction before everything happens for next season. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Lindsay is the most passionate sports fanatic friend that I have and I love it I go to you with all my questions and, and you really I and Lindsay's also the most humble person alive so she's gonna be like stop saying no 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 but you really I just I love talking to you about all of this so uh hey and feel free if you ever have questions you want to reach out or you have topic ideas shoot us an email on the sidelines at wkrq.com of course this podcast all brought to you by our amazing sponsors back with us for 2023 ortho orthopedics and sports medicine we'll be back in a few days